Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay. Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA. And whether we were born here or born in Italy, in Greece, in Spain, or Ireland, in England, or Fiji. We all of us are workers, united we must stand, until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We face deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our as labour is a name to make a man feel proud Good morning. Good morning from the Concrete Gang, a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and unfortunately hey, for you all of me, us... You lot me old greyhound then, when it was in box one, and it got its tail caught in the door. You know when, when they opened the trap, it couldn't jump out. That was like you then, mate. All I can say I like is the frammy white coat. last week's quite professional uh, show under duress... We're back to the normal fare. Well, good morning, Gorilla. Welcome back. Can I finish that story, though? This is a true story. Years and years ago, when I was a a brick cart, I was only about 15 years of age, and we went to the Sandown Greyhounds, and the boys had this greyhound. They reckon this thing will absolutely shit in. Uh, The boys are putting the houses on it. I had to wear the white coat and put the greyhound in box one. But I also had to give him a bit of a squeeze on the Niagara's because he didn't like it, you know. So, so I've got him in. I've got him. I've got my hands on his Niagara Falls, and I give him a bit of a squeeze. The only trouble was, I think I might have squeezed him a bit hard because he shot forward in the box, hit his head on the gate, <laughs> and when that when they opened up the gates, they all took off, and, my, and the box one was. <laughs> I was laying on the ground with his tongue hanging out. So I, I, had the fr- I threw my white coat off and I was missing for about three weeks. They're going to kill me. I just remembered that story. Anyway, let's yes, get this. The- <laughs> that's a true story. Oh, that's exa- business. From, from the industry by the industry. This you is- know what? It was financial, the dog. has not changed. <laughs> it was financial. Award right, award winning. Did we gang. mention award the winning? Award winning concrete gang and stand up comic routine. Right out. <laughs> Membership. Never, they've had any luck since then. 
Membership has uh, been renewing at a great rate of knots. We look like we're up on where we would normally be at this stage of the month. But, of course, we need every cent we can get to continue the job because the EBA is renewed next year. Jeez, time's passed quickly. Christ. Uh, There's all the legislation that's getting thrown at us. There'll be a bit of a report on that a bit later. So, folks, we're going to keep this union going. We're under attack, as as we have been now for probably well over 10 years. We've kept it going. We're still doing the business, and a whole lot of people would rather be in the CFMEU than any other union. So, folks, member of of the union, get yourself financial. Get onto your mates. Get onto your workmates. Get financial. Let's get going. We've got plenty to do. Righto. Now, just to keep the light tone going, the highlight of the week is uh, all about... Box one. About uh, flora and fauna. Oh, yes. Uh, eh? Now... This is a story about a company that deserves better. But what did they get? Well... I, I think I've given a report before about um about Bee Gate, but anyway, uh, it's happened again. The bees are back at the ABD Group. They've come back. Um, I think uh, the Coin Bees likes Tower Two of the Crane, and uh, they've come back to roost. Now, I did go down in my white suit and my smoking gun, but uh, didn't help. But uh, did you try the Winnie the Pooh with the balloon? The, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, anyway. Apparently there's been accusations. There's been accusations that someone's put the coin bee back there. Now how you do that, I don't know. I mean, I've got to find out how you do it. But if you can do that, it's a master straight. But anyway, it's not you in your white suit, then. No, no, no. So the bees are back, and uh, ABD aren't too happy. But anyway, that's that's nature, isn't it? That's how nature works. I would have thought a bit like box one at the greyhounds. But anyway, works in mysterious ways. That's what they say. But anyway, that is. Uh added to the problems of a very poorly organised job. And uh, let's be uh, clear, we've had a whole series of issues around the industry in the last week and a half, and uh, we need to note that those sorts of issues have actually paled into almost insignificance by an incident in Sydney at Cronulla, where... Everything has gone wrong, but it is a demonstration of the sorts of issues that can go wrong on even jobs in Victoria. Indeed, and we've seen the uh, sort of setup for an incident like this on you know element five type jobs. Um, we're talking you know five five story down a uh, pit, um, and when something goes wrong, you've got to have your access and egress. You've got to have your emergency procedures, and you've got to be able to get people out. Um, so in, in Cronulla, they've had a bloke crushed by a significant amount of mesh um, and uh, he's had serious leg injuries, uh, some head injuries, I think. Um, but the emergency crews are saying, well, we, we show up and we need to get the bloke out. He has to be put into a coma. His injuries are so serious. Um, but the stairwell was a single stairway uh, out of the pit and they couldn't get the stretcher out. So they've got to do the old pulleys and all that. And it just takes a lot more time and... Um, means the rescue crews have to get all harnessed in and all that. So, um, but you know, when someone when it's an emergency, that's why you need the procedures in place, and that's why we insist on double stairways and all that sort of stuff. So, element five, when you say that we're just you know 
it's not serious. Well, this is an example of why it is serious and any other builders out there, so many builders, I guess, that do, you know, do the shortcut. Well, the shortcut uh, is very common even in Victoria, but the incident in Cronulla in New South Wales definitely demonstrates one thing. I've never heard of someone having to be uh, put into an induced coma to remove them from site after uh, an incident where someone's been crushed or trapped or whatever. And in this case, the bloke was kept basically where he was trapped for a number of hours. Mm. And that's why they, they thought the, uh, the injuries were traumatic and that's why they had to put him into an induced coma. Then they had to go through the, old, the whole process of removing uh, all the mesh and all the other materials that had uh, basically encapsulated him. And it was all because the formwork was up the shit. And so all the false work that supports uh, the next deck that was going to be put in wasn't up to standard and it collapsed and down the whole lot came and this bloke came down with it and uh, he was then trapped, as I say, for quite some time and he had to be put into an induced coma. It's pretty simple, folks. You do the basics, you get it right. There will always be, unfortunately, we're dealing with human beings, a problem with... uh, a lack of uh, attention or something, and there'll be some injuries. But this sort of incident happened in the space of probably, what, a few minutes, and it went on and on and on and on, and this poor bloke is lucky to have survived, and the incident is to be uh, reported on on the website, I hope, and so people can actually see what happened and just remind everybody this can happen in Victoria. This can happen in Melbourne, and we and we pride ourselves on getting out there and doing the business. But it is a problem now. Things do go wrong in Victoria. Something yes. went wrong in Victoria last week. Yes, uh, there was the, an incident on the, the uh, bees. The bees come back. <laughs> yes, and uh, that wasn't the only thing that was flying in Elizabeth Street. Maybe in Victoria we've just got luck. Maybe that's the difference. But. Uh, yeah, a little, uh, well, 15 kilo, not small, but light panel, um, light bit of cladding. What do you cladding, call it? Cladding. Cladding, yeah, cladding, not, cladding. A, not a panel. Um, cladding come off a building in Elizabeth Street, um, pro-build job, uh, and landed in the loading bay. Fell about 50 metres, I think. Um, it came down 50 metres. I think it was uh, caught by the wind and floated around a fair bit on the way down. So people on at ground level, if... Uh, they didn't know it was coming, would have been in a situation where they couldn't have predicted where it was going to land. Very anyway, windy conditions. Well, extremely windy time of the year, and we all know that we have to do more at this time of the year to make sure that uh, things can't, cannot be affected by the wind because the wind not only makes uh, for increased incidents, but it's also less predictable. The old gravity isn't quite as simple uh, straight down as when there's a high wind day because things do get affected by the wind and they digress slightly from the vertical. So, folks, you need to get... Sort that out. That means it don't come straight down. Digression from the vertical, please. (laughs) Deflecting. That was the term I was thinking about, but anyway, deflects very easily. That's what happened in box one, mate, the sand down. Righto. Now, the other thing we should mention there is 
Also, some uh, cranage issues that have been popping up around the place, loose bolts and all sorts of things. And uh, this really comes down to knowledge, and uh, we'll refer to the knowledgeable one. Well, he's not here at the moment, so I'll have to do. But, um, yeah, apparently... I've investigated this job, but apparently at Mervac there were some tower bolts come loose in the, one of the tower cranes. But I remember back years ago, I think with the cranes, with the with the static counterweights, like 1,000 E's in the 440s, I think I've got static counterweights. Yep. When you've got static counterweights, that means when the crane jibs out the, or jibs in, the weights, the counterweights don't move, they're static. They, they stay, so it puts a lot of vibration through the crane and through the towers, which shakes the bolts loose. So there the crane's... Well, you should check all bolts when you're going up and doing your uh, checklist, but particularly the ones with static static weights on, they should be checked more often than not. Yes. And that's what's happened at Mervac. And it's something we need to um, shine the light on because it was years years ago uh, when, they, when it happened, uh, it would have been probably 20 years ago now, and uh, since then we forgot about it. So it needs to be um, you know, put in the spotlight and uh, check those bolts more often. And uh, for those who were around at the time, a thousand E was on top of Melbourne Central, and the dogman asked uh, the crane driver by the traditional method, thumb down, to jib on down, and uh, the jib kept coming because, again, the bolts had come out. And uh, the A frame in that particular case could not hold uh, the. Uh, luffing wire and the consequence was the jib came down. So there's always been issues with 1000 E's and similar type static counterweight cranes. So keep an eye on that boys and girls. Different crane, different issue but I think we already reported on the bolts out on the sky rail uh, crane. Yeah we did that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes and uh, it doesn't matter where it is or what it is there's always a Anything that's fabricated and put up is always going to have some issues. It's not permanent, and therefore it's bolted together, and there's always issues, folks. Anyway, we might cut to a track, and we're going to go to Midnight Oil because the oils are back, and they're touring, and uh, I think they're showing a bit of power and passion. Midnight Oil, Power and the Passion, righto. Let's have a little bit of passion about the Westgate 
It was a very good turn up last Sunday and uh, the committee and I've got to say Vic Rhodes. We're always critical of Vic Rhodes, but in, when it comes to the annual memorial, it is uh, where they actually square it up a bit and they did a good job managing the traffic, the parking, etc. And uh, they got the flags at half-mast on the bridge. Had a bit of problem with that with the uh, previous Liberal government. But anyway, we've got it sorted now. And congratulations to the committee. I thought it was really a very good outing. I couldn't make it. I was coming back from from the west. But was it windy and blowing down? There always is, isn't it? It was a bit windy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And under the bridge, I can tell you from personal experience, it gets... Even on a north wind, it seems cold up there under the bridge. But anyway, never mind. It was one of those sunnier, more pleasant uh, occasions. Yes. And um, it did bring out the passion. I think uh, not only at the event and afterwards at the uh, there was a, an event at the training centre yes. um, that continued things. An exhibition opening. There was a you know a lot of uh, people who were there on the day um, forty seven years ago, and. Um, and uh, certainly a lot of passion coming out, looking at the photos at that exhibition, very powerful. And, uh, and then Tommy at the, in, over in WA, um, there's a, if you haven't seen it yet, his speech is on Facebook. Uh, look up the CFMU Facebook and, and have a look. It, was, uh, it's, it certainly blew me away anyway. Yeah, Tommy Watson doing, doing himself a treat. He was a steward on the job at the time when the bridge collapsed and then again after when they started uh, the process of recovery and completing the bridge. Tommy Watson, uh, ex-secretary of the FEDFA, ex-assistant secretary of the CFMEU, was the FIA shop steward at the time and uh, he's still carrying the passion. Now, also get a little bit passionate about uh, safety as we must do because Westgate just shows you how quickly and how easily things can go wrong, as we've mentioned already so far. And Platinum down in Alma Road, well, I've got to tell you, a disaster. There has been so many uh, issues identified on that job. The builder don't care, and uh, even worse, the developer don't care. And so uh, apparently uh, our friends uh, down there are having plenty to say about workers... Uh, being peasants and Christ knows what, and if they you had don't a gunny, understand if you nothing. Had a gun, if you had a gun, he'd shoot them all and all that. Uh, Real good bloke. Top blokes uh, down there running that job. Uh, but Talking through his pocket, probably you know, when he's down there at the Royal Yacht Club selling his yacht, you know, that's the type of bloke he is. You know, he'd shoot all the workers, you know, good on you, mate. Anyway, well done to the officials who have got out there and tried to put it right because it is too easy as we said with the Cronulla incident, for things to go wrong and then they become catastrophic. Righto, just a quick update on uh, matters we reported last week. The government have been pushing their anti-union legislation into the parliament. They tried to, uh, under one particular bill, covering uh, secondary boycotts, they tried to increase the penalties applying to the union for sympathetic uh, industrial action got knocked back. Oh dear, how sad. The uh, Xenophon party actually did the right thing by the working class and voted against the legislation and down she went. The cashless society is on its way. They they said it would come, maybe it's on its way. Um, And then another win for the workers, uh, the Insuring Integrity Bill, 
had no integrity, and uh, they've had to put it on hold. It's not not gone, but it's certainly uh, on hold for a bit. We'll see what happens in a few weeks. Yes, uh, of course. And congratulations to the Queensland branch. Yes, they've done a top job up there in getting industrial... Um, manslaughter. Manslaughter, and uh, the True. last... But, Last but not least, there is a uh, piece of legislation dealing with the redundancy funds and that uh, has been uh, amended a bit. And the superannuation bill is still up as well. We can't forget that. So there's um, a few bits of legislation coming at us. But but so far looking, you know, not so bad for Canberra really. The workers are having a couple of wins. (laughs) <laughs> there's, you wouldn't know it. There's phones flying around the studio here, but anyway. Well, we'll teach Warren how to turn his phone off one of these days. Uh, you know, I he's on, I turned the bloody thing He's off. on the cutting edge of technology. As a go at move, I'll tell you what. That's, unbelievable. That's Canberra calling, looking for some more advice. Righto. Now, we're coming to Scallywags. We just mentioned two things. One, the branch meeting is this Wednesday night. And two, Inkalink have introduced a new 24-hour, seven-day-a-week Counselling service. It's a thirteen hundred number, but it guarantees you've got someone to talk to yeah, who actually understands the industry and the sort of problems that go on in the industry. So, the number is thirteen hundred triple zero one two nine. So I'll repeat that: thirteen hundred triple zero one two nine. And you may think, well, so what? Well, just. I don't want to put a downer on the whole thing, but this week there have already been four suicides. And uh, some of these people are young and some of them are not so young. It is uh, a disaster that goes on in our industry all the time and I think we need a bit of power and passion about that as well. Anyway, we're moving on. Put the The, number in your phone. Put the number in your phone. We have the highest suicide rates in our industry. Um something needs to be done and we need to be ready to help ourselves or our mates. Yep. And it can and obviously it can happen very quickly. Righto, scallywags. Who we got? Well, the bees. The bees. <laughs> queen bee. Right. Bee one and bee two. But what happens, you only need the queen bee, don't you? Yep. You don't have two. So this boat reckons you need two. So no, I'm, you don't. You only no. need the queen bee and the rest of them come. Righto. So we've got ABD and their bee problem. Warren knows a lot about the bees. Maybe yeah, he's maybe a suspect. You, you might be a suspect. You've got mate. a white coat too. He's got a white no, coat. And I don't smoke. Righto. Platinum. You were smoking then, mate, when the phone came on, I'll tell you. Platinum. Uh, who else have we got? Bayjacks. Bayjacks, yes. They're a little mob running around, supposedly labour hiring uh, on a flat rate. Doing it for uh, some crane companies with EBAs. Uh, Anyway, Bayjax is definitely Bay getting nominated. Who, who, who runs them? We got a name? No, not yet. Should oh, we mention the crane company that's using them? Yeah, Memories. Yeah. Good oh, on you, memory. Craig. Jesus, race to the bottom. Righto. Anyone else we've got to nominate? Ah, oh, that'll do. Right, I want to go platinum because yeah, I'm with you, Joe Pinto, mate. It leaves a lot to be desired. I think it's developer, mate. What's his name? Uh, L. Al. Al. Oh, please. Right, oh, Al, you've done yourself a treat as well, so you're going to be nominated unanimously as Scallywags of the Week. And the Sookie Lala. Oh, ABD. 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 <laughs> Gary at ABD. I think, Gaz, mate, 
We're going to get you a book on bees, mate, because you said two bees. You have to have two. You only need one, the queen bee. Not that I know a lot about it, but I might be, I might be number one suspect after that. But anyway. Right, no. no. <laughs> you, you deal more with the four-legged variety of fauna. <laughs> the only problem is I couldn't have climbed the towers. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're going to go out from the uh, Concrete Gang the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang, and we're going out with... The Herd. I was born by the river in a little tin tent. Oh, just like a river, I've been burning ever since. It's been a long, long time coming, but I know. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.